0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1371, The Diderot Effect, How Buying Fuels Itself, by Paula Pant of AffordAnything.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet, sometimes a little too enthusiastically. But I can't help it. Money is an incredible resource that we can use to craft the life of our dreams. So thanks for joining me today and every day. And before we get to it, have you subscribed to our other podcasts? We cover personal development and minimalism, health, relationships, entrepreneurship, and life advice on the other shows. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you get your podcasts to find them. But for now, let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. The Diderot Effect, How Buying Fuels Itself, by Paula Pant of AffordAnything.com. In mid-1700s France, there lived an artist and writer on the brink of poverty. His name was Denis Diderot. He had been born into an established family, the son of a successful craftsman, and he had obliged the social standing of his birth by pursuing a formal education. He obtained a master of arts in philosophy, bound for a respectable profession in clergy or law. But Diderot dreamed of becoming a writer. When Diderot was 21 years old, he dropped out of school. His furious father disowned him, and Diderot lived a scrappy bohemian lifestyle for the next 30 years. Yet he enjoyed this simple life. His robes were plain but comfortable. He furnished his sparse home with a tiny writing desk and a tattered straw chair. He spent his evenings at his battered desk scrolling by candlelight. He wrote novels and scientific papers and critiques of the French government. And article by article, book by book, his ideas began to spread. He wrote Encyclopédie, one of the most comprehensive encyclopedias of the era. And over the decades, despite his lack of disposable income, he amassed an impressive collection of books. His ideas impressed the Russian empress Catherine the Great. When she learned that Diderot needed financial help, she volunteered to serve as his benefactor. In 1763, Catherine the Great purchased his personal library, paying an enormous sum for his collection. She requested that Diderot keep these books at his home, offering him a generous annual salary to act as the collection's caretaker. Then she ordered her staff to pay his salary for the next 50 years up front. Diderot, age 52, became a wealthy man. That's when his life turned sour. Surely, Diderot reasoned he ought to be permitted one small indulgence. What harm could there be in spending a sliver of his windfall? And so Diderot bought himself a fine scarlet robe. He loved his robe and referred to it as my sumptuous scarlet. But his joy was to be short-lived. One night, as Diderot sat at his desk, he noticed the jarring disparity between his tasteful scarlet robe and his tattered straw chair. He wrote that he saw no more coordination, no more unity, no more beauty between his scarlet robe and his usual surroundings. How could he sit in an ugly chair while wearing a beautiful robe? What if the straw tore the robe? Diderot replaced it with an armchair upholstered in Moroccan leather. Problem solved, right? Except his elegant chair looked out of place next to his tiny writing desk. He replaced it with a gleaming new wooden table. His pile of paperwork couldn't sit atop this beautiful wooden table. He bought a finely crafted bureau with drawers. He bought a new kitchen table, new artwork, a mirror to hang above his mantle. He bought a gold clock, an assortment of sketches, an antique bronze statue of Venus. Piece by piece, Diderot replaced every item in his home until he lived in splendor that reflected his scarlet robe. But he had spent his windfall. And so it was that Diderot came to rue the day when he purchased his fine scarlet robe. All that remains of my original mediocrity is a rug of selvage. he wrote in an essay. Quote, I can feel that this pitiful rug doesn't go well with my newfound luxury, but I swore and I swear, like the peasant transferred from his hut to a palace, that Dennis the philosopher will never walk upon a masterpiece. When in the morning, covered in my sumptuous scarlet, I enter the office, I lower my gaze, and I see my old rug of selvage." It reminds me of my beginnings, and pride is stopped at the entryway to my heart End quote." Today, the Diderot effect is a term that describes the tendency for purchases to trigger additional purchases. We buy a couch and then we need accent pillows and throw blankets. We buy an outfit and then we need shoes and accessories. We get a gym membership, and then we need better workout clothes, earbuds, more towels, a combination lock and a bag to carry everything. But it doesn't have to be this way. We live better lives than Dennis Diderot and his peers. We sit in castles made comfortable by thermostats we control from our phones. We keep milk and meat in electric iceboxes known as refrigerators. We access safe, clean drinking water from a tap that we turn on with a simple flick of the finger. We watch entertainment from private devices we control with tiny remotes. We live lives of luxury. Yet we hunger for more. We decide our refrigerator isn't nice enough, not when the latest models are Wi-Fi enabled with touchscreens. We gripe that the pixels on our private entertainment streaming devices aren't sharp enough. We nitpick at the aesthetic of the tap from which our clean drinking water flows. This faucet's curve isn't quite right, and I prefer stainless steel over chrome. We walk on ceramic tile floors and grumble that it's not hardwood. We spend our windfall. And then, in the midst of the madness, we take a step back. We look around and realize that our castles have grown too large, our furniture and clothing too fancy. We realize nobody goes to their deathbed regretting that they never had hardwood floors. We realize that we're on track to repeating the mistake of Diderot, surrounded by splendor with empty pockets. All flash, no cash. But our situation is forgiving. We can return the robe. We can downsize into modest homes. We can find joy in home-cooked meals rather than extravagant restaurants. We can shop less and give away more. We can simplify. And piece by piece, choice by choice, the Diderot effect loosens its grip. Diderot can return the robe. You just listened to the post titled The Diderot Effect, How Buying Fuels Itself by Paula Pant of AffordAnything.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I know I've said it before on this show, but this article reminds me of one of my favorite quotes from Socrates, who said, the secret of happiness you see is not found in seeking more, but in developing the capacity to enjoy less. And I would offer here that it's not about begrudgingly agreeing to live with less, but actually preferring it. The way I see it, it's not enough for me to not buy the Tesla or insert any other expensive item here. I actually want to not want the Tesla. I think when we understand at a deep level that material possessions can only offer us a very surface level degree of happiness, they become much less appealing. And they become even less appealing when your headspace is consumed by more sustainable ways to drive happiness. So for example, I have to imagine Diderot got much more satisfaction from writing and creating art that he's proud of than doing it in a fancy robe. I've found that creativity, time freedom, and relationships are more lasting sources of happiness, which helps me not slip into the consumerist rabbit hole like our friend Diderot did in this cautionary tale. Another way to not fall victim to the Diderot effect is to practice gratitude for what you have now. If you're clothed, fed, and have a roof over your head with running water, this is cause for celebration. And that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day and I'll see you in the Friday show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.